Episode 101 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. This podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Nestor Wigand Jr. joined his family's real estate company, J.P. Wigand & Sons, in 1961. He and his brother are third-generation Wigands, running the company that their grandfather created in the early 1900s. There is some upheaval in the local real estate market. A big new player has come in and aggressively grabbed talent, much of it from Wigand. Wigand talks about the impact of that new company, how his company's doing, what he thinks of the local real estate market, and we discussed how his life might have been much different if he would have won when he ran for governor. My discussion with Nestor Wygant in a moment. First, a look at what's in your weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Big story, the fourth year of our Emerging Leaders program is coming to a close. 77 young professionals spent the last six months learning about Wichita, discussing its past and future, and how they will play a part in the development of Wichita as leaders. Our coverage starts on page 12. Also this week, we spend 10 minutes with Peter Cook. He's an emerging leader, a local accountant, and he has traveled the world helping to fight human trafficking. Page 23. This week's list, electrical contractors and mechanical contractors, that's on page 6. Check out our business leads. They include who's setting up a new corporation, new real estate deals, building permits, who owes back taxes, court judgments. We collect it so you can use it to grow your business. It starts this week on page 18. Back in a moment to talk to Nestor Wygand Jr. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Nestor Wygand, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Good to talk to you again. You joined the firm back in 1961. You and your brother, Mike, are third-generation Wigans. That's and, correct. And, uh, of course, the firm goes back all the way to the early 1900s in Wichita, an important part of Wichita's history. You've run your company, but also been a leader on a national and international scale. So how do you spend your days these days? Well, uh, Bill, I'm still working seven days a week. Sure. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how to... Uh, uh, do anything else but that. So I, uh, I keep uh, busier than maybe most people my age, but I, I like it. Uh, it's a very special place, and, and I like the people that we're fortunate enough to have in our company. Talk about the new leadership at the firm. You've got some new leaders there. Yes, we have a, a new president in Peggy Ward, who at one point was our controller and then became our, our CFO and is now the president of the company. And she uh, likewise... Uh, uh, when we brought her on board, she says, now I really want to teach one class out at WSU. So she teaches a uh, the, the senior uh, accountants out at Wichita State also. And she's been doing that for a long time. long time, yeah. yes. So she has stepped into the position of, uh, of main leadership. You've got some other new leadership, so leaders over we there as well. We have Kim Braces now running the residential division, and uh, a gentleman by the name of Tony Utter right. is running our commercial division, and... Uh, both are doing a really fine job. Tony's been around the uh, Wichita market for a long time. A long time, yes, that's right. He he actually uh, grew up in Wichita, graduated from Capon, and then graduated Wichita State, then went to law school. 
So, yeah, they've uh, been around a long time. Did you have many dealings with him before he came over no, to No, I didn't, but our, our people did. Our people had a lot of dealings with him. Right. And uh, it's been interesting just to see because all of them, all of them knew him. Right. So it's, uh, but he's been a real asset. Well known in the Wichita yeah. community, that's for sure. Well, the Wichita real estate market is changing a bit. And uh, we've got those folks from Reese Nichols who have come in and pretty aggressively moved in and grabbed some experienced talent. What do you make of that? And, uh, and talk about how Wygant has been impacted by that. Well, we believe, Bill, that anyone who feels like they can better themselves by joining someone else uh, needs to do it. And we, we, we can't gnash our teeth over that. We have to wish them well. And that's exactly what, how we feel. It's, uh, it's a free market, and people should do whatever is best for them. Well, uh, some of those folks uh, had been with you for a long time. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, you talk about it's a, it's one of those deals where if you feel like you need to go somewhere, uh, good luck to you. Any hard feelings out of out of it? Well, no, we we don't uh, want to have hard feelings. Those things happen, and you get over them. And will you replace the folks that uh, that have uh, gone somewhere else? Well, we already are. We're, we're already in that process right, right. now. Right. How many folks do you need? And, and it's an opportunity to get some fresh blood into well, it is, as but, well. But at the same time, we have a culture that is maybe a little different and not everybody would uh, probably fit in. Uh, specifically, we feel at the basis of everything that integrity is more important than the deal. Right. The integrity of the transaction is way more important. So if someone would say, no, I, I really want to make the money they'd probably be happier at another place. Right. And, and then we believe the customer's king, and we need to continually monitor those changing needs because uh, they are changing all the time. And then we likewise think that, uh, uh, that no one in our company, including myself and Peggy and the senior managers, is above being challenged. Uh, it's good for us. It'll help us grow. And lastly, we think that it's more important for our people to help other people succeed than succeed themselves because if – you can help other people succeed. You will succeed. Those are those are values that have been in in the Wygan firm for a long time, right? Well, yes, but we haven't articulated them until the last, you know, last five, six, ten years, right? But uh, so yes, the, the integrity piece has always been there. We've added to that. The right. integrity piece has always been there since my grandfather, right? And he came here. He came in here in a covered wagon. Exactly, and office on the fifth floor of the bidding building so that he could look out and see the wagon trains and the trains come in. <laughs> and he was going to selling real estate before there was licensing. And uh, didn't he, he kept all those records on bits of paper. Exactly, little pieces of paper. Never learned how to drive a car. He lived <laughs> five blocks. We've been for 117 years within a block. Right. And he would walk back and forth to the office. That's amazing. And the Depression hit. And he called my father when he was in school at Notre Dame and said, you have to come home. I, I gotta, you got to drive me around. So anyway, my father took, took a long time to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Notre Dame. You went to Notre Dame right. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about um, as you emerged from university, uh, did you always plan on going into real estate and, and going into the family firm? Well, uh, quite frankly, as soon as I graduated, I was in ROTC. I yes. was an Army officer. Mm-hmm. And so I went uh, immediately uh, to, uh, to uh, the basic training course. And uh, I never knew people lived that good. Hmm. They paid me $226.37 <laughs> a month. 
I had my $300 Packard paid for, and I almost thought, they said, if you'll, you'll up for uh, four more years, we'll pay you 444 I almost did it. <laughs> <laughs> so you came home and, uh, and joined the family firm. That was 1961? Right, 61, and uh, we had three residential people. And we had my father and my brother and my uncle, and there was no place for me. I had no office, uh, so I would have to go into the conference room when no one was in it and uh, try to see if I could find some way to find a customer. And uh, my first transaction, to show you what a great salesman I was, I showed the house 22 times to the same guy. <laughs> 22 times and sold it for $10,000. That was your first transaction. First, second one was a big deal. This was a banker, and he could buy a $35,000 house. <laughs> I pick him up at 10 in the morning in July, bring him back at 1 in the afternoon. He had his tie off, his coat off, and I said, now, when can I pick you up tomorrow? He says, quote, young man, you're never picking me up until you get rid of these felt seats and you get air conditioning. <laughs> so my start was a little slow. Yeah. You learned about making the customer comfortable yeah, as exactly. quickly as possible. Well, what do you think the market's like right now on the residential side? It seems like it's really been a, a, a booming residential market for a while. The residential market is very strong, not only in Wichita, but all over the country. I have people that I meet all over the country. I'm getting ready to go to another meeting of people all over the country. It's strong everywhere. I got a call two days ago from some people from Jefferson City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. I asked, they said it's strong, very strong. So it's... The residential market's good everywhere. You talk about uh, going all over the country, and and you've been a leader in the real estate industry, not only nationally, but internationally as well. Talk about your experience as an international real estate leader. Well, the international, it's a, uh, it's a French acronym called FIOPSI. It's headquartered in Paris, and, and uh, it's just people from all over the world that want to get together and exchange ideas, and uh, met twice a year in those days. It was uh, for somebody from Wichita, Kansas, who uh, uh, didn't know A from apple butter. It was a very, <laughs> very interesting time for me. Enjoyed it? Good experience. Oh, it was a wonderful experience. Met people from all over the world. I still see one of them just emailed me yesterday from, from Dublin uh, saying that I hope you will go to the Moscow meeting this May. So anyway, I, I, I see these people still. Long-term relationships. Yeah, right. For sure. Will you go to Moscow? I don't know. I told him that, uh, that I'd have to check to see what the other things were going on, but right. that I may do it. We talked about the residential side of things. How about the commercial side? What do you think of commercial in Wichita these days? Again, the commercial side is very strong. Uh, the investment side of the business is uh, tremendous demand. And uh, it, it's a situation where it's hard to find in good investment property that doesn't sell with mul sometimes multiple offers. Right. And uh, in one case... Uh, day before yesterday, uh, the people were going to put the property on at uh, $10 million and decided, you know, I think I'm going to put no price on it and see how much where the offers are going to come right. from. And quite frankly, it really might work. Well, uh, how do you feel generally about Wichita's economy? Think things are going well here in Wichita right now? I think they're going exceptionally well, and there's there's a lot of reasons for it. Obviously, when you uh, when you even look out at Wichita State University and what John Bardo has done, not only for that university but for Wichita itself, is 
is a storybook. And then you have this new building of Cargill, which they took me through last month. Uh, absolutely fabulous. I think it's $77 million, they mm-hmm. told me. It's, uh, things are going very well here. as far as, And I think there's a lot of confidence in the marketplace. You knew John Mar- Bardo well. Um, do you hope that his vision continues for Wichita State? Well, I took John and his wife to dinner three years ago and was congratulating him on, the, on his vision. He says, Nestor, I'm not, I don't want to go anyplace else. This is my vision, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this forward. John Tomlin will accomplish the things that I want to have done, and, uh, and we're going to get them done. And so I, I said to him, tell me what's happening. However, some of these professors are a little upset with you. And he said, yes. And he said, do you want to know why? And I said, yeah, I'd like to know why. He said, well, I go up to him and I said, how many students do you have in your class? They'd say 35. And he'd say, well, how many desks do you have? They'd say 50. Well, then you get 50 students. <laughs> Professors did not like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how about what you see happening in downtown Wichita? Obviously, uh, Wygant offices have been right there in downtown Wichita for all these years. Um, do you like what you see happening in downtown Wichita? Well, it is. that There's been a resurgence, and, it, and it's kind of exciting to, uh, to see it. Uh, it's exciting to see it in any downtown area, but particularly in a city our size, to see this kind of activity and, and uh, people doing things and, and then building these beautiful uh, apartment buildings close in to the downtown. It's, right. it, it's, it's a real asset to our whole community. Feeling good about the ballpark and yeah. having a new ballpark over there? Yeah, I think that, that I, I hope that's going to go along the way that they expect it to. Right. Uh, there are some other big decisions to be made about Wichita. Tell us your thoughts about new performing arts center. Century 2 obviously is a, is a big issue for Wichita. The new performing arts center and a convention center. Yes. You know, I, I don't... Uh, I don't know which is best for us to, to, to renovate that, to tear it down. I think that the people that are in that business of the performance should be the ones that are talked to and mm-hmm. to say, you know, can we restructure this, redo this and still have it work? Or are we better off tearing this thing down and starting new? I really don't know which is best for, for the arts, but those people know. And I, I am assuming that our leadership political leadership is going to be in touch with those people and get their opinion before we decide. Right. Uh, you've, you've taken bold action with Wygand over the years. Uh, do you think Wichita's being bold enough and kind of setting the bar high enough on, on the things it wants to do? Well, that's a really good question. I'd say that some people would say Wichita is bold enough. Some people would say, no, it's not quite bold enough. It right. needs a little injection. You ran for governor back in 1990. And uh, it didn't go your way, but have you ever thought about what life would be like if you had won the governor's position? Well, let me tell you two stories. One is that in 1990, with three weeks to go, I was four points up in the election, running against the sitting governor. Right. That was Mike Caden at the time. right? Right. And election night, I was still four points up. So I had one consultant come and said, Nestor, you're four points up, you've won the election. Second one came up and said, Nestor, you're four points up. You can't win the election. I said, really? Why is that? He said, they haven't counted Western Kansas, and the only two votes you're getting are your sister and brother-in-law. <laughs> the reality, it was a great thing that it happened the way it did, a great thing that it happened that way. I'm, I was lucky that uh, 
I don't re regret running, and I was lucky that I got beat because it was uh, it was best for me. What was the best thing about running for governor? It was I it it put me in a uh, insecure zone of having to travel all over the country and talk about political things, which uh, uh, and, and meet people all over. I, I was not involved in any way politically, so it was interesting to see. Uh, the support I had and the support I didn't have. It was just a growing experience for me. Was there ever a time after that where you said, oh, maybe I'll give this another shot. Let's, let's see if we can do it again. 1996. Right. Uh, Pat Roberts had announced for the Senate. All we did was form an exploratory committee, and Pat Roberts called a press conference and dropped out of the race. Now, he didn't do that because I'm better than him or that I am... Uh, more articulate or anything else. He only did that because, number one, he knew Bob Dole would not be in that race. And number two, he knew that I would get the money to run. And number three, he was a, a senior congressman from Dodge City, and he wasn't going back to Dodge. Right. So then when we didn't run, of course, he called another press conference and got back in the race. <laughs> so you're, again, working seven days a week these days. What do, what are your plans for the future? You want to keep on going? Well, I'll tell you, I have no desire to retire like many of my friends, you know, look forward to it and have already done it. Many have already done it. Right. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I try to see my children whenever I can. And I, and that is a, uh, that's something like I'm going to do this, this weekend. Cause I'll have at least two of them plus, plus, uh, two grandchildren with me in California. So I'll do that. But other than that, those few uh, moments in between, I'll, I'll just keep working. Still having fun? I have fun every day, <laughs> every single day. Even though there's headaches and problems and things I don't count on, I, I appreciate uh, my health. I thank God every day, and, uh, uh, and I just live life with both hands. Nestor Wygand, Jr., thank you so much for being with us on the podcast. We appreciate it. Good luck in the future. We'll thank you, Bill. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 101. Thanks again to Nestor Wygand for the discussion. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, week in and week out, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.